Hello, this is Nikda from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 29th of November. A horrifying case of murder and suspected rape came from Hyderabad today. The charred body of a woman in her 20s was found in the outskirts of the city on Wednesday night. Based on the evidence recovered from the area, the police suspect that she was raped and killed. The assault occurred near a toll plaza in Shamshabad, but her body was burnt and disposed of 25 kilometers away near Shadnagar town. The woman, a vet by profession, was on her way back home from her clinic around 8 p.m. when her scooter had a flat tire near the toll plaza. She called her younger sister to inform her of the situation. According to reports, she told her sister that she was scared because a few truck drivers near the toll plaza were constantly staring at her. She also mentioned that she was offered help by a stranger, but she refused saying that she would take the scooter to a tire repair shop herself. The man, however, insisted on helping her out. Her sister advised her to leave the scooter there and get back home by cab. Later, after making multiple calls that went unattended, the family lodged a complaint with the police late at night. Early next morning, the police found her burnt body near Shadnagar. Four suspects including two truck drivers and two cleaners have been taken into custody by Cyberabad police. The victim's clothes, shoes and a liquor bottle were also recovered from the area. The suspects were nabbed on the basis of CCTV footage recovered from the area. Chief Minister Chandrababu Naidu took to Twitter to express his anguish over the ghastly murder. He said, and I quote, "The perpetrators of this heinous crime must be brought to justice and given strictest punishment. They have no right to remain in civil society." Unquote. Two days after Pragya Thakur was removed from the Parliament Defence Committee for calling Nathuram Godse a patriot, the BJP MP today claimed that her remark on Godse was taken out of context. She also demanded an apology from the former Congress president Rahul Gandhi for calling her a terrorist. Thakur while addressing the Lok Sabha said and I quote, "If my statements have hurt anyone then I would like to apologize, but I would also like to say that my statements were twisted and presented in another manner and this is condemnable." Unquote. She claimed it was an attack on her dignity as a woman, a parliamentarian and a sanyasi because no charges against her have been proved in court yet. On Thursday Rahul Gandhi had condemned Thakur's remark by tweeting and I quote Terrorist Pragya calls Terrorist Godse a patriot a sad day in the history of India's parliament unquote Thakur's statement whipped up an outrage in the parliament today as opposition parties began chanting slogans of Mahatma Gandhi ki jai and down down Godse Do read Ayush's profile of the controversial Sadhvi on newslaundry.com Sri Lankan President Gotabaya Rajapaksha said today that he wants to take Sri Lanka's ties with India to a very high level. He added that both countries need to work together on issues of security and welfare of their people. Early this morning, the newly elected president met external affairs minister S J Shankar to discuss various bilateral and regional issues. Rajapaksha landed in New Delhi on Thursday for a 3-day visit to the country. This is his first foreign tour after being elected as the president of Sri Lanka. The political drama in Maharashtra finally came to an end on Thursday evening as Shiv Sena chief Uddhav Thackeray took oath as the chief minister of Maharashtra. Governor Bhagat Singh Koshyari administered the oath to six more ministers of the Shiv Sena NCP Congress Alliance. Thackeray, dressed in an orange kurta, took the oath in Marathi against the backdrop of a theme depicting the historic Shiv Rajya Abhishek. the crowning of chhatrapati shivaji maharaj 
The event was attended by several political leaders as well as his family members, including his estranged cousin Raj Thakre and former Chief Minister Devendra Fadnavis. Soon after the ceremony, Thakre held the first meeting of his cabinet. After the meeting, he said, and I quote, I want to assure the people of the state that we will give a good government. I want to help the farmers in a manner which will make them happy, unquote. The transitional authorities of Sudan approved a law to dissolve the former governing party yesterday. They also repealed a regressive public order law that was used to regulate women's behaviour under the ex-president Omar al-Bashir. Both the measures were some of the key demands of the protest movement against Bashir in which women played an important role. Bashir had seized power in a coup in 1989 and ruled for nearly 30 years before peaceful protests ousted him in April this year. The implementation of these laws will be an important test to see how far the transitional authorities are willing to go to knock down Bashir. The law to dissolve Bashir's National Congress party will also allow for the party's assets to be seized. Sudan's state television described the laws as a measure to dismantle the former system. The Sudanese Professional Association, which spearheaded the protests against Bashir, welcomed the law. In a statement, the group said, and I quote, it is an important step on the path to building a democratic civilian state, unquote. The Prime Minister, Abdullah Hamdok, said on Twitter that the measure was not an act of revenge, but aimed at preserving the dignity of the Sudanese people. Now for some homegrown stuff from Newslaundry.com. The Information and Broadcasting Ministry has put out a draft registration of press and periodicals bill 2019. Under this bill, the Modi Sarkar wants digital news media organisations to register with the Registrar of Newspapers of India, but it also wants to abolish the Registrar of Newspapers of India. Confused? Read Meghnad's piece where he breaks it down on newslaundry.com. Did you know that the Telangana government sacked 48,000 of its employees from the State Road Transport Corporation in early October? Why? Because they went on strike. All they were asking was for job security, a salary hike, maternity leave for women and that the corporation be merged with the government. So why is the Chief Minister K. Chandrasekhar Rao refusing to negotiate with the TSRTC unions which actually supported him during the statehood movement? What is driving the demand to merge the TSRTC with the government? We want to get to the bottom of this and we need your help. Contribute to our new News Laundry Sena project to see this story come to life. Go to www.newslaundry.com slash Sena and contribute to the TSRTC KCR standoff project. You can also send us money via PayPal at paypal.me slash newslaundry. That's all for today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.